If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're not calling Magic the Gathering sport. (laughs) Shut your goddamn mouth. What is Magic the Gathering? I don't know. Man of the year, man of the year, man of the year. Welcome to the number one friendship podcast in the country. I'm Aaron Cairo. I'm Matt Ritter. Man of the year is brought to you by Happy Head, the fully customizable hair loss solution. Go to happyhead.com and use our exclusive promo code FRIEND for 55% off. Wow. That's happyhead.com, promo code FRIEND. Matt, it is Super Bowl week. Last year, at this time, we were at the Super Bowl. Oh my God, that was amazing. And I feel like I very rarely get so, like it was one of, it was a lifetime experience. We got swept up in that. We got swept. Swept away in the love of sports. You actually did a very nice friend thing. Uh, I didn't have a seat, if you recall that. So my friend, who I ran into at a party on the Friday night before the Super Bowl, said, hey, do you want to go? I go, obviously. And she's like, here's the catch. I have two tickets so I could get you in, but I need to use both of those seats because I have like clients, I'm doing work thing. So you have to stand. No seat, but you still get to go to the Super Bowl. What I realized first of all is that everybody was standing. Nobody yeah. was in their seat. Yeah. It's and more th- of a social event than it is watching the game. Well, people come from the nosebleed down. I think yeah. they need better security. Yeah. But you came and you stood with me for a while. Actually, I, I agree. It was one of the nicer friend things I did. I said, my, so my brother took me yeah. and his, and his, and his uh, clients and, and we had amazing seats, like 50 yard, like incredible seats. And I said to my brother, I was like, listen, I'm going to, you know, like every quarter I'm going to go and hang out with Cairo because he's here alone. Yeah. By the way, what a, what a high class problem that was. Cairo is alone. I got to go check in on my friend <laughs> who's sitting in the 200 <laughs> section. Super Bowl. No, we were, we had, we were in the same section. I was just standing. Yeah. So relatable. Yes. Yeah, so relatable. <laughs> we were so relatable. But it was just such a combination of, it was the home team. Yeah. It was a new stadium. Right. It was the Rams in LA. And it was a great game. And it was, it was a one touchdown game. Yeah. So it was, it was one of the best experiences of my life. And I've, I've done some. Thanks to me. Well, you didn't <laughs> give me the fucking seat. No, I know. But it would have been not as good if you didn't have a friend coming over and drinking right. with you and having That's a good right. time. That's right. Highlight um, of my friendship year. But my like, year in friendship. That was my best move. I don't know if you remember this. And I don't know if this is all sports stadiums. I was trying to get beer, you know, tall boys, yeah. whatever. And during the play, during the playing of the national anthem, they wouldn't. They stopped like, they stopped like, doing serving. serving. Is that normal? Well, first of all, 
you should have been standing I at know. attention. I know. Ugh, I'll get hat off. Yeah. I yeah. got I got mad at these guys who didn't stand for the national anthem at the hockey game, and you were like, "This is not the national anthem. It wasn't the national anthem. It was two military. It was a shout out to a military couple who ended up proposing." It was Remember like a that? Chili's commercial. You were like, get on your goddamn feet. <laughs> when you said it was so funny, you were like, it's the, it's the progressive insurance oh, yeah. military moment yeah. brought to you by Citron Insurance. Oh, God. It was the most commercialized yeah. thing. <laughs> Chili's presents Wounded Warriors. Right, yeah. You like our jalapeno poppers? Well, they got popped in the leg in Iraq. <laughs> Mercury insurance. <laughs> they got mercury in their body from drinking water in Iraq. Oh, but so I do agree. You have to stand and you have to get your, your shirt yeah. off. Your, your, and I think you should stand for the wounded warrior sponsored by Chili's. Um, but I never, because usually when you're at a sports game getting beer, you're sort of in the concourse. So when the national anthem is playing, it's not like a big deal. Right. This was like overlooking. And I was like, I needed a beer. So you know when you're at the game and you're like, you're so pumped. I needed that beer. Yes. And they're like, I'm sorry, sir. Like, please stand for our... I, I mean, was already standing. Yeah, the national anthem's pretty short. It would be pretty funny if you were sitting waiting for the beer. <laughs> it's pretty short. It's so fucking short. I didn't even think it's about like that. 64 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on. Like, come on. And the bombs burst in the air. Oh, they're, be, they're, oh, because the stadium is so co confusing that yeah. I got lost. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. SoFi is the most confusing stadium. Also, the most beautiful, the mo uh, most advanced, yeah. greatest uh, jumbotron. But literally, you have to go down and then up, and then down and then up to get to your seats. I think. And as we know, I'm very poor with direction, spatial awareness. Yeah. I Matthew, I was almost crying because yeah. I was like, where I was walking around for almost an hour. Yeah, I I will sometimes like almost break down in tears when I. Like I get lost and it's like a parking garage, you know, I'm just like ready to have a meltdown. You know, I just want the guy with the little carriage to now take me around. Oh God, I can't believe we're opening this podcast talking about me almost crying because I got <laughs> lost at the, the Super Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> oh, but let's bring the, Let's make this a little more relatable. Yeah. Let's bring this back to sports in general, because as guys, 30s and 40s, sports is a very important part of many of our lives mm -hmm. and it is a very important part of friendship. And I thought we could just talk about some of the ways that sports, you know, some of the ways sports plays into our friendships and how we can use it, leverage it to be better friends, to make friends. Um, now, there's a, like a famous quote or saying or study that men are conditioned to relate to each other side to side, like when you're sitting next to someone watching a game, but women are more face to face. What do you think about that? Well, look, I, first of all, I miss sports. You know, you said, hey, it's a big part of our lives. Yeah. For me, it's not anymore, and I miss it. Mm. It's one of the things I was thinking about when we were talking about what to do this podcast about. I miss sports. Sports builds friendship. Sports builds memories. Sports gives you endorphins. There's so much good, and that's why it's so. I think it's so great for kids to participate in sports. Like, there's so much good. I have so many fond memories, even though I suck oh, you at mean, sports. You miss playing sports. Yeah. Oh, I was Being talking about watching it. sports. Oh, I meant playing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I meant like actually playing sports. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Like I think that is such a friendship builder and like community builder. Now I'm like, I don't have that. Did I ever tell you the last soccer game I ever played? No. So I grew up playing soccer, yeah. which by the way. Got you into college. Well, I wrote an essay about getting hit in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> but by the way, and we could get into another podcast. I, I did. Uh, I played soccer and my dad, like he didn't get it. 
You didn't get why you were playing soccer? Like he was a baseball guy, grew up playing stickball. Oh, so he didn't understand that sport. And to his credit, he learned it. He was a coach, but yeah. like we, well, maybe not you, but like now soccer is much more popular. It was not popular when we were growing up. It was pretty popular, but our dads were one generation. No, but it wasn't even that popular when we were growing up. Yes, I feel, well, no, to play, you mean to, to play. play? To play. No, but it was still ranked, clearly ranked below baseball, Now I think football, it's like the number one most popular like, high school kids, sport. Yeah. Um, but so I played in high school and then in college we had a Greek league team. Right. And this was like really the last legs. And our team, shout out to ZBT, uh, the fraternity, we made it to the championship game. And they're like, oh, we're going to play the game under the lights. It's Saturday, 8 p.m. We're like, oh, actually, we have a party. We forfeited and I never played soccer ever again. Because <laughs> of the party. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Priorities. I only remember the Carvel. Was there like a Carvel soccer team? Or was it, what, what did Carvel have to do with soccer? They would sponsor. Carvel sponsor. And then you'd go after the game and you'd fucking, you know, do right. whatever. Okay, yeah. It was just like, for whatever reason, my memory of soccer on Long Island, Carvel is heavily involved. Um, but let's talk about playing sports for, for a little bit because uh, that is also something I don't really participate in anymore. But you play tennis. Yeah. Uh, a lot of our friends play pickup basketball. Pickleball now a lot of people play. <laughs> what, what are the mechanics? Like when you show up, like how do you find a tennis partner? Like do you show up at a court? How does that work? I show up with my wife. <laughs> You're such a fucking loser. I know. Listen, yeah. I know basketball. That's that's the one I miss. Actually, when I moved to LA, I used to play a lot more pickup. There were like these league, not like they were like informal yeah, leagues, yeah. Of like writers or whatever. I guess I missed the urban professional league. That was the most recent thing. What's that? Like when I was a lawyer, I I, I played on a team against other lawyer schlubs. So it was like at your level. Yeah, you know, it was okay. very much like weekend warrior types. Yeah. So it was good because it was like you know a little competitive, but it wasn't like. Some of the guys go in, there's like an A, B, and C league. We're in the C league. But some of these guys are like, you know, ready to fight and they want to go, you know, play in the A leagues. But right. I, I, I still, even when I moved to LA, I would go occasionally and just text a few friends or like there was a comedy league where you could just go on Fairfax and like play in a game and there's just people around. That makes me, that gives me anxiety, like showing up, like pickup games. Like, yeah. Like that, that, what, what's the, how does that work? Like, you go, hey, can I get in on a game? And you look around at the numbers and then they look at you and they go, no, nah, we're booked. We're good. <laughs> we're good. Yeah. No, there is an anxiety if you go alone and it's like a crowded court. And then you, depending on the skill level, if you see it's like a high skill level, you may just take your ball and go home. Oh, got it. This, you know? We're not giving great advice so far. In this yeah, no, no. But yeah. I do think it's generally, I think it's pretty easy to get into a pickup game. You, you show up. Yeah. You know, you see who's running, you look at the numbers, you look at the other guys kind of waiting around. Usually there's like other people waiting around. You're like, hey, do you guys want? want next and it's like pretty simple you know sports is a great place to meet people we've talked we talked in episode number one about the venice run club yeah uh where how many friends do you know like kickball i know so many people this is maybe not like now but like five ten years ago i knew so many people who were in kickball leagues that was huge i think that's still a thing for people in their 20s yeah like you go you play kickball then you go to the bar after i used to think it was dumb and now i'm like Man, I wish I had done that. Yeah, we could still do it. No, nah, I'll hurt myself. Yeah, we can't. It's too dangerous. Yeah, it is too dangerous. I'm going to take too big of a swing trip. Too big of a kick? Too big of a kick. Do you know how I even ended up on the football team? I didn't know you were on the football team. Yeah. <laughs> In high school? Actually, that would, that would be what most of my teammates would say, too. <laughs> okay. Or, and the coaches. Yeah. Now, yeah. how'd you end up? I tried out for the team. Mind you, this is ninth grade. I'm 
five feet, 97 pounds. Mm -hmm. And they have all these crazy drills that are like psycho, like you really shouldn't be doing. Most of these kids are going to get concussions. Yeah. There was one called, I think it was called Okies. I forget what it was, but you lie down head to head with like five feet in between you. They blow the whistle. You both get up. One of you has a football and the other one doesn't. And the other one has to tackle that person. Just a full speed collision. Uh Uh-huh. So it's just random. There's two rows lined up. So you're lining up and each side. So you don't know who you're going to go against. I went up against the biggest kid in our town. He was six foot seven, 325 pounds. I was five feet, 97 (laughs) pounds. They should have blown the whistle before we got in line together and said, no, we have to swap you out. This is literally dangerous. Like we're going to have to have a medical facility on staff. So him and me, you know, you don't even have time to think like, oh my God, I had the biggest kid in <laughs> yeah. our entire school. On the other end. I got up, he got up, he ran over me and he fell. Everybody was like, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. And the coach was like, that's heart. He showed heart. That's what we want you guys to do. I'm like, literally, I was like a tree stump that he fell over. I imagine it like almost like a cartoon where you were in the ground and they lifted you up. I mean, literally like a potato planted in the ground that he tripped over and everybody was like, this kid's got heart. And I'm like, you'll see. No, I don't. (laughs) I made a business decision. The first time they got me into a game, I made a business decision. There was a guy who was like a future NFL running back, legit. They did like a sweep to my side and I was playing cornerback and I literally waved my arms like right this way, sir. Your table is in the game. In a game, I got in a game, yeah. and then they never played me again. Yeah, they were like, maybe, maybe he doesn't have heart. Maybe he's not Rudy. Listen, heart. Just going back to what you were saying about me getting to college, I wrote my college application essay about a game where I came off the bench in yeah. soccer, went like full speed at the goal to try to score, yeah. was kicked in the balls, and they called a penalty shot. And everyone's like, "Wow, so you like kicked the penalty shot? And you won the game?" Like, no, I like, sat on the bench. On an ice pad. You picked somebody else? For of the course. Oh. Of course. And, and, and then someone else scored the goal, but that's us. Scrappy. Oh, scrappy. Scrappy. Yeah. Scrappy. I, um, I, yes. That's amazing. Yeah. You, you did that No, I knew the story, but I yeah. forgot how it ended. Yeah. Um, what I was going to uh, say about that is like, so even though I was a scrub, they literally called a scrub offense. Like when you <laughs> practice the real starting defense, they'd go scrub offense. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's like not PC? I, I'm sure they, they're not allowed to call you the scrub offense. You were supposed to pose as the team they were playing that week. So like you were supposed to be them. They go scrub. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking horrible. I know the, the coaches were horrible. Yeah. I remember one time I, had, I got my teeth pulled that day and I went to the practice anyway, stupidly afterwards. I like had just had permanent teeth that needed to be pulled. And um, I threw up. And this asshole coach was like, you never take your helmet off. You keep your helmet on. You throw up inside that helmet. And I was like, aren't you also like our science teacher? Oh, no. Like that you wouldn't be allowed to do anymore. Just like the sadistic nature of it. But I do miss it. I do miss it. I actually think, you know, it was really fun. I made a lot like there was just something about locker room football camaraderie. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you watch like. So, I mean, I know you watch like Friday Night Lights, like just the speeches, like coach speeches, like nothing more inspirational. You're like, telling me our high, our high school football coaches give good speeches? Never had them. Never, never. Yeah. Ne- they never did. But I get, yeah. I get so choked up like by, by, by like speeches, like Al Pacino on a given Sunday. Yeah. We're the hill together right now as a team. Or we will die as individuals. 
just chokes you up, you know? Um, I wanted to bring this back to golf because a lot of our listeners are guys, golfers. I personally do not play golf. Yeah. You do. Poorly. Right. Golf seems to be very important. I feel like I'm kind of missing out on some sort of social. Okay, well, Matt's saying no. By the way, you could watch this podcast on YouTube and see Matt. He's saying no. I thought that before. Oh. I, I've been trying to get better at golf for like 20 years. And now I've kind of come to the realization it ain't happening. Yeah. I just think you have to find your golf. Oh, find your golf. Yeah. And like, I have a friend who does Magic the Gathering. That's his golf. I mean. That's his sport. That's his thing that he does. And it's competitive. And I think it gives him the same thing. But that's a hobby. You're just basically saying find your hobby. No, but I'm saying that a hobby that is sport. I'm saying I, that's his, like his We're sport. We're not calling Magic the Gathering sport. <laughs> Shut your goddamn mouth. What is Magic the Gathering? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Dungeons and Dragons, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But I think for what I'm saying, my point is I miss that. Like I can't, I'm just never going to be golf. Hold on. Let's go back and match yeah. the Gareth. He's an adult man. Yeah. yeah. He, he played with actually some pretty big names. What, like Charlize Theron? Post Malone. Okay. It's actually yeah, bigger, it's than, bigger. I, <laughs> bigger <laughs> than I thought you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, you, you, I think you say Dustin Faustino. Justin Faustino. You were thinking no. of Dustin Diamond who's dead. <laughs> oh. Justin Faustino. No, David Faustino. You're thinking of Al Bundy's son. David <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking! Imagine you thought I was gonna say Ralph Macchio. Magic, no, Ralph Macchio. Oh, he's too big. Good. You thought it was lower than that. He plays okay. Magic the Gathering, yeah. but like, no. But my point is, is like, I, know, I can't I play golf. It's not gonna happen for me. I think I'm just like canning that dream of like having that be my sport, but also my camaraderie thing. Like, I don't know. I'm thinking about starting a bowling league instead. Well, I want to go to bowling in a second, but let me ask you this about golf. Our, our buddies in our Man of the Year crew are big golfers. I feel a little left out sometimes because they have another trophy. We should say they have another I trophy. I've always, yeah. I've always felt a little slighted because also they know we're not good at it. Not good at it. I don't, it's not even something. Yeah, I, I know. It's more in. me. I think I'm more, I feel more slighted because you. you could play. I could. They definitely don't want me to, but do you, I, I, I feel we're feeling different things. Are you feeling offended? I'm just feeling, no, like, I just okay. feel like, uh, I wish I was part of that. Right. Right. So like, is that, you know, like, is there something, prescriptive here like does that mean should we start playing golf or should we invite them to do things that we like no because i here's the thing i because i've tried to get to the level if you're not like cl close enough to a level it's very difficult to like be there you have to play golf with people that are somewhat in your level well i guess let's take it away from golf for a moment like you know if you're not as good as the hobby in the hobby like should you try to get better at the hobby or just find a different hobby and invite them to do your hobby as i get older <laughs> are you like Years ago, I would have said, try to get better at the thing. Now, as yeah. I get older, I'm like, life is short. You have limited time. Like yeah. sometimes maybe just like accepting your level at some things, which isn't to say, hey, you should always try and improve on things, but also you have a limited amount of time. And so some point you got to come to the reality of like, maybe you're not going to become that level of a golfer and maybe you don't even want to be, maybe the thing you wanted to be. I think one of the things about getting older is giving yourself the freedom to escape the person you were a year ago or five years ago and the wants you had for yourself a year ago or five years ago. Don't be beholden to those. I kind of feel like that sounds smart, but it's actually stupid. Okay. I'm here. I'm here for the, I'm here for the debate. I'm here. I'm here. I don't know why I just made myself laugh. I mean, just. I'm here for the debate. Yeah. yeah. Let's um, hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what you got. 
free yourself from the wants you had five years ago. So basically like give up on your dreams. Allow yourself the freedom to change your dreams that are, but my point is, is that just because you dreamed something five years ago, you may not still actually be dreaming it. You may be clinging to you from five years ago and you need to distinguish those two things. I mean, that could be said for like anything. A lot of things people are chasing. I mean, inertia is a strong, you know, force. You're doing something one way. Right. But why are you doing it is the question I'm saying right. for things that you're still right. hanging on to. For me, golf is that thing of like I, 10 years ago, I told myself like, I'm going to get to a level of golf where I can really like go out with people that are real, pretty good at golf. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm never going to be scratch golf, but like, and then, then that's going to be like my networking thing. And I just, I'm at the age now where I'm like, I'm not there and I don't think I'm going to get there. And I think I'm going to be okay with that. I may still golf, but I'll probably do it more casually with people that are, you know, kind of on my level. I just wanted to mention, cause someone sent this incredible link to this story in golf digest. Mm. This group of guys has been doing this, a golf trip for yeah. 50 years. I love that. And they had every score. Yeah. They had everything. I also feel like maybe if I felt I was missing out more on like something, cause they have their little thing, but I have so many things that I don't need it. So like, what do you need it for is the question. Do you need it to prove something to yourself? Cause I think for me, I needed to like prove to myself that I could be, I don't know, as good as my friends at golf. And part of that came from the fact that like, I always felt like I grew up with less advantages. And one of the event, didn't, event things I didn't have was like, Golf lessons or yeah. any of that stuff. Yeah. I think the takeaways here is fuck golf. You don't play golf? Fuck golf. You don't play golf. Takeaways. A lot of our listeners. We love golf. If you love golf, play no, golf. Yeah, if you don't, we don't. Yeah, no, seriously. We'll be right back. Matt, you never forget your first sponsor. I will never forget this one. And for us, it's our buddies at Happy Head, which is a fully customizable hair loss solution. They gave us our own promo code. If you go to happyhead.com, promo code FRIEND. It's 55% off. And it's customizable. I love that because we both are kind of losing our hair, but in different ways. And I wouldn't want to do anything the same way as you. We're just different. We're very, very different. Most people are. But we are very different. We're very, very different, which is yeah. why we can both go there and have our own customizable solutions. You go to happyhead.com, promo code friend, 55% off. You're different, but I still love you, buddy. I still love you too. And I am different. <laughs> now, back to the show. No, but I, I would ask you, you know, like, do you feel like you have a sport now or something that you're getting the camaraderie of sports? And or, like, do you miss that feeling of the soccer team? You know, have you had anything since then? Because I know you weren't in like the urban professional leagues. Like I did some of that. Uh, the competition, you know, I, I don't want to do too much gym stuff, but like CrossFit was like that. because yeah. you're, you're getting scored. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty fun. And now I'm not doing that anymore. And I think I'm okay with it. I think yeah. I've moved on to your point, which I've now, uh -oh. he's coming around. Like I'm, a, I'm a different person. I don't need to be like, Oh, deadlift more than you. Like I'm doing my own thing. So you freed yourself from 30 year old Kira. I freed myself. I freed myself. Yeah. Um, should we take a listener question? Yes. Love it. Asking for a friend. All right, guys, this is Asking for a Friend, where we answer your friendship questions. Send them to us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at Man of the Year Podcast. You can find us, and they will be anonymous. So uh, this one, I think, is perfect for this episode. Uh, and, and again, I'll summarize. But basically, this guy reached out to us, and he's got a group of four buddies, big sports fans. I think this was in reference to basketball, but it can be anything. This guy got hooked up. 
with tickets to a game later this season, but he only got three tickets. Ooh. That was that was only that was offered to him. It's like a some big game. I don't. It doesn't even matter what it was. So like tickets are very expensive just to like buy the fourth one, and plus you wouldn't be in the same row. How do you decide who? You want to know how do I decide who to take? Oh, that is so tough. Yeah, that is a tough one. Have you ever been in that situation? Yes. Four tickets, three friends. I mean, three the, tickets, four friends. Not the exact numbers, but yeah. you know, not enough tickets. So I have, I have a tip slash hack. Okay, I would love to hear it. I, I'm now as I process yeah. this, I'm like, ooh, I've definitely been in this situation. So one thing I would recommend is you let them decide. Mm. So you say, hey guys, here's the deal. Put it on them. Well, here's the thing. It sort of becomes self-selected. One guy's like, you know what? I don't care that much. Or one guy's like, you know what? I, my wife is going to be in town that weekend. They're out of town. Sometimes it'll just happen naturally. You voice the whole thing on them. That's great. I just think then you're honest about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, if all four of them are like, no, I have to go. Then we right. go to step yeah, two. Yeah, because then maybe you're causing a fight. I don't know. I guess with our friends, it's yeah. never really gone that far. Yeah. Some will just be like, I don't care that much. Yeah. I usually prioritize who it would mean the most to. <laughs> and then maybe who would be least offended by skipping on it. Well, I want to go back to that first point. Okay. That's very interesting because I was actually going to say sort of something opposite. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry. Here we go. I was going to do. <laughs> they, people don't like that we agree. They, I got a comment. It was like, you guys should argue more. I'm like, hey, you have no idea. You think we agree to a lot of this? I don't know. Somebody said that to no. me. I'm like, all right. No, I disagree with that comment. Yeah, I disagree with yeah, you. I agree us with agreeing. you. Yeah. Uh, I would go to whoever hooked me up most recently. Mm. So, like, we have our buddy Adam, who's just like the hookup queen. Mm. Hookup hook queen. <laughs> He's the hookup queen. <laughs> but, like, you kind of got to go first tickets, got to go to mm. him because, like, he's given us so many tickets. Mm. See, I don't think don't, no, friendship quit. is tit for tat. Mm. Cairo. No, seriously. You, you seriously disagree with that? No, I don't. It's not that I disagree with that. That's just not how I, how I process it. I, I'm, first of all, I go, who's the biggest fan? Of course. If it's, that's, that's number given. one. Yeah. Biggest fan, number one. Number two, who would appreciate this the most? I think that's kind of the coward's way out because now you're making sort of the, the least sort of, um, um, forward person just going, yeah, who will be like, yeah, I just won't go. Like, you're like, yeah, we both read from the same book, The Coward's Way. You just said you guys decide. <laughs> We're offering the most cowardly, <laughs> the most cowardly advice. Right. Let's offer some non cowardly advice. Right. Let's, let's get, let's get a little tougher here. I think a combination of who hooked you up last, who would okay. appreciate the most. Yep. And then let, and let them decide. So forget about the who would be least, or, least offended, who would be most, forget, you're saying strike the most offended from the rankings. I say strike that. How about this? What if you don't go? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I've got three tickets to the next yeah. courtside and there's four of us. I guess I'll stay home. No, no. They're your tickets. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's Crazy. Okay. All right. I was just trying to stir. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's hot. You're, you've stirred it too much. Now yeah. it's, now it's, it's a nasty brew. Um, so look, I think, um, this doesn't happen like too much where somebody's going to get left out, but if it does, is it just the, I promise I'll get you on the next one. By the way, had this happened, this is reminding me of, of you guys and I, I had a great moment where um, I guess what happened was, this is one of my first concerts. This was in like Jones Beach, yeah. 1995 or something. We're in high school and everybody else had tickets or whatever the number was. I was an odd man out. 
And I was at home probably feeling a little bad about myself. And suddenly you guys were like, somehow we got an extra ticket from the parking lot. And my mom drove me to see live. Our I, band. I, was, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't there. Yeah, so, but but live, our crew that's nice. somehow decided yeah. to get one in the parking lot. Yeah. So I do like the idea of like, get another ticket. Get another ticket that's not in the same section. I like that. Let's get, let's get the and fourth ticket. you just figure it out. You figure it out. Yeah. Because to me, that's like, that's what friendship, like the, the best part of friendship is like, hey, we're a four-man crew. We only have three tickets. Let's get a fourth ticket. We can figure this out. We're going to get yeah. you a fourth ticket at the top of the stadium, and then we'll kind of rotate, and it's fun, and we'll each have our own little, we'll do a shot at the, at the top section. I'll hang out with you. Like, like the Super Bowl. Like the Super Bowl. I think that's the way to do it. It's like, no, no, we'll figure it out. Just come. We'll figure it out. We'll get a fourth ticket. That friendship is going, I don't accept that there's only three tickets for the four of us. But sometimes, look, sometimes that doesn't work. But I'd say, let's try to get that fourth ticket, even if it's not together. I don't want to be the guy agreeing, but that's the answer. You sell one of the three, buy two cheap ones. You do whatever. Right. You lie, cheat, steal. Yeah. You get in there. You don't accept. You don't accept yes, three we tickets. we don't accept three. You don't accept it. We're going with four tickets. This is a four-man We're going crew. no matter what. We're, We're going no matter what. We will trade our three court sides for four nosebleeds. Not nosebleeds. We, no, we no, all go. Second. We all go or nobody goes. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no. And then somebody's, <laughs> and then you do that. And then somebody's going to be like, you know what, guys? Actually, yeah. I've got my kid at home. This is ridiculous. Perfect. You guys go. Perfect. Yeah. We solved it. Yeah, we, we solved, solved it. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, that was asking for a friend. Send in your questions and we'll answer them on the pod. Asking for a friend. What about fantasy sports? Like that's a big source of camaraderie for guys. Are you a fantasy sports player? Like yeah. Yeah. And I used to have like multiple leagues. I think when mm -hmm. you're younger, you have more time again, you have a little bit of time and it's tough, but I actually rejoined one. Okay. Really? In the last couple of years, I was like, you know what? This is another way to keep up with some friends. And this was LA friends. These are like newer friends. I was mm. like, you know, this is a good way to kind of keep this friendship going. It's again, for us, it's like develop traditions, develop routines. How many right. times do we have to hammer this home? Like get into a fantasy league. That's the lowest hanging. Fruit. I would say most people have been sending us their friends trophies. Yeah. And most of them are fantasy trophies, which is great. Yeah. One of them was like a, like a submarine. Thing. Oh yeah. We got, we're going to post some of the trophies. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a huge fan. Are you, are you into fantasy or not really? Never fucking gave a not shit. Not your thing. Here's my thing. I don't want to be rooting against my team. So I'm the dumbass who year after year is like first round. Yeah. I'll take Daniel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. They're like, all right, Matt, you, you sure you want to hand us that hundred dollars year after year? Cause again, I'm like, I, yeah. I gotta have all the giants on my team. Yeah. So on that point, I actually really was interested in asking you about this, which is how you decide who your teams are, how you're going to decide who your son follows, and like, what do you think about that? Oh, God. What are your teams, first of all? Oh, God. So I'm a, I'm a Knicks, Mets, Giants, Islanders. What are yours? Knicks, Giants, Yankees, Rangers. Which is the traditional for New York City yeah. people. Long Island people, the traditional is Jets. Mets Islanders Islanders. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a bit of a mix. Yeah. I've been thinking about a lot about this cause my son is going to grow up in LA. And so like, I'm like, do I just give him the joy of the LA sport? I'd feel like they have better run organizations. Or oh, I thought you meant just because then he can go to games and he can go to games yeah. and he can be part of a community of fans Yeah, and everybody's going to be a fan. And it's just like, it's just an easier experience all around. I feel like 
if I make him, first of all, I feel like even if I try to make him a Knicks fan, he's going to rebel. <laughs> That's the thing, you know, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. whatever you try to do, your son may not want to do, but I, I think I am going to do what I do, which is I like the Knicks and I think I'm going to try to get him into the Knicks, but I'm also going to try to get him into the LA. I think I'm going to try to do both. Okay. I say, fuck that. Ooh. Yeah. First of all, I just want to actually take this opportunity because a lot of people say, Cairo, why are you a Yankees fan? You're from fucking Long Island. Uh -huh. My great grandfather emigrated from Poland to the Bronx. Okay. I think he saw Babe Ruth, not saw Babe Ruth play. My grandfather was born in the Bronx. Okay. So Yankees fans going back to the 20s. Yeah, you got that blood. My dad and my grandfather had season tickets in the 70s. Okay. So like that's, so that's some, a big tradition. Yeah. And by the way, when we were growing up, it was the Mattingly years where we sucked. This is right. pre-Jeter. I think that you can't force them and you shouldn't force them. Yeah. But like it's our heritage. Yeah. Right. But we moved. That's the thing. We moved. So I, that's the question. Are you somehow, when you move, do you ever, I guess that's the real question. When you move, can you ever, you know, start a new tradition? Because that's the thing, right? They were those fans because they lived in that city, not for any other reason, right? I mean, that's the reason for 90% of fandom is like grew up in that city. That's, that's the reason that originally whoever started that lineage. Right. So the, the, the reverse of that is like, should I be starting a LA based tradition that if we're all in LA for the next hundred years that my great grandson is like, Oh, well, you know, my, my, you know, my great grandfather had Lakers tickets in the 2023 season. Mm. So the flip side of having my kid stay as a Knicks fan, which is positive is that he's going to be different from everybody else. Like I like the idea of having a son who doesn't march to the beat of every other kid who's a Lakers fan and also taking pride in his family. Like what you're talking about, like you're taking pride in your family keeps you connected to your dad, your mom, your cousins, your brothers as an excuse to text with them. And then also I think there's something to be said for like that. It's kind of like an expat community of sports members. Like I can go to any city and like, is there a Knicks game on here? Are you guys playing the Knicks team? You'll run into other people that are Knicks fans. I think there's something really cool about that experience too. The only downside is that he's a Knicks fan. That he's a Knicks fan. Yeah. <laughs> that he's got a, he's a glutton for James Dolan's punishment. <laughs> also, you being a Knicks fan is like so much of a part of you. Yes. First so of all, your I, son is going to love, want that. Maybe, but, like, but I'm saying yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to put him in a Knicks jersey before he can even yeah. walk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his friends are going to be wearing Dodgers hats right. and shit like that. I just don't want him to... F That's the thing. The, the flip side is like, then is he going to feel excluded out of the gates? Like, I just don't know. I don't know the right answer. Yeah, I mean, because he's wearing, you know, Mets hat. I mean, it's not yeah. like he's like a fucking Columbus Blue yeah. Jackets. That's hockey. I mean, By the way, my nephew, they don't even seem to care about the teams anymore anyway. They just like the players. Right. And now that the players all change teams all the time, I think that's kind of changed the dynamic of team fandom anyway. So we need to talk about one of our friends. We need to talk about Jeremy. Oh. Yes. So our buddy Jeremy is from the Pittsburgh area. Mm -hmm. His life is the Steelers. Yeah. I mean, the lower level of the town, the bigger the fandom, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like the more second rate the city. Right. The more higher the the intensity. If you're from is, New York, listen, I have other interests. Right, I have other things. I have a. Yeah. I, I'm a foodie. There's no foodies. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there are. Yeah, he's he loves ketchup. Yeah. 
No, but he loves all the other 56. He loves all... Fi- all there's, 57. There's no foodies in Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's the only... He's Print the only it, one. write it, <laughs> send it. He's like, I love relish. So... <laughs> His thing is that he must he must watch every he's seen every Steelers game. Oh for god, the past it's so degrading period. as an adult. <laughs> like he won't and and his wife is like come to accept it like that's 16 weeks a year. He must watch the game. He probably he has to be home. What was the event where I was like this is going to Christmas far. Eve. Oh yeah, it was Christmas Eve. Yeah. Christmas Eve, we threw a party. Uh I broke my tradition of of, of Hanukkah. Yeah. Separate. We did Simon. both. We did both. We did yeah. both. Yeah. Um, so we had a, a Christmas. We had carolers there. We had carolers in my house, and there's our friend Jeremy outside the house, in the back of the house, on the TV, just screaming at the TV. He was upset because you had promised him a better watching experience. I told him there would be a TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like this oh, was. A- oh, I know what it was because I don't have both speakers at my on my outdoor TV. But like, you know, the argument could be like, this is just one thing. He's got yes. really nothing else going on in his right. life except for his new baby yeah, and his wife. Yeah. But the team wasn't making the playoffs. They were like still a, in the playoffs yeah, at the I, time. I, guess. I don't know. I think at a certain age, it's a little bit like, but whatever you're into, you're into, you know, if that's your thing. But I think, I, you know, at a certain age. I, I, listen, you recently had to leave your baby shower. I did. To, to, and, and, and miss the second half of a Giants game that we were watching together. And when you, and, and obviously you had no choice, and this was scheduled before the playoff game. But I actually you took it a lot easier than I thought. Yeah, because I'm a grown up. I'm a grown up. <laughs> yeah. Being a married grown up, I think, means you know, sports fandom for me takes a little bit of a backseat. It's playoffs to, though, to wife's baby shower. It's playoffs though. Eh, yeah, that's where I'm at in life. No, look, honestly, to each his own. If you're an obsessive sports fan, especially from a third tier city, yeah, you get the you get the hall pass. I think if you're from a major city, you gotta have a little bit more, right. a little bit more. I don't know what you call it, polish. And a little I, more I, polish. And I imagine Jeremy is also texting and has a community with his high school yes. friends, and they're all talking about it, which is important. Yes, um, I mean, we're just giving him a little bit of the business because he's our good friend. Yeah, and he humiliated himself at a Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody was like who is that guy screaming he's drowning out the carolers he does he does he is a pacer yeah i, I once had a roommate that threw his I, I, he threw his tv he threw his remote at the tv i remember that yeah when the jets didn't score oh, god if you're I'm gonna like, throw your remote at the tv every time the jets don't yeah score. It was, it's, you have you need a lot of remotes yeah time warner's like should we put you on like a remote plan <laughs> <laughs> When you sign up for the Jets package, they go, here's an here's, extra remote. Here's, here's 10 extra remotes. And they give you like one of those like shields. Yeah, the TV shield. Oh yeah, look, God. I mean, I, look, I think there's a, as you, I think there should be a Cairo algorithm. Okay. Like age, quality of city you yeah. lived in. Yeah. And how ridiculous your obsession can be as you get older. And how big the game is. I mean, it's the World right. Series. There's got to be a, a four right. quadrant thing of like, if it's not playoffs, and you're almost 40 yeah. and you come from a pretty decent city, pipe down and go to your wife's baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what did we learn today? Uh, we learned that uh, there is something to be said for um, continuing to play uh, some sort of team sport or team group competitive activity that gets the juices flowing. Um, it doesn't have to be like 
you know, super heavy physical, but I think it does has to check off the boxes that kind of sports did as a kid, which is like endorphins, hanging out with your friends, you know, like just having camaraderie, camaraderie. You don't get that that much as an adult. Yeah, we, we should not poo-poo the role that sports plays in. By the way, we were very heavy talking about men on this episode. Yeah. Obviously, women are big sports fans yes. as well. And they play a lot of sports too. Yeah, um, but I think to your point, like maybe sometimes it feels frivolous, but like, no, it's actually important. Guys need that. I need my bowling league. Yeah. I got to join one. Yeah. And I need my uh, Magic the Gathering League. <laughs> what else did we learn? We talked uh, about tickets dispersion. Okay, yeah. We learned that, guys, be creative. Be innovative. If you have four friends that you want to go to a game with and you feel strongly about all of them and you know somebody's going to feel bad, get crafty. All right, guys, that's our show. Please subscribe to the podcast. Find us on social at Man of the Year Podcast. Be good to yourself. Be good to your friends. Love Love you, buddy. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.